Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors and Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa. For all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto. episode of Heartlanders Weekly is we have three home games against three different teams. It's going to be spread out over Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and we have uh, the greatest guy to tell us about it, the voice of the Iowa Heartlanders, David Fine. Welcome back to the program, David. Hey, how you doing, Dave? Well, we have been uh, doing this for two seasons now. Uh, um, and uh, I am kind of excited about this this homestand, but you guys, I understand you guys come off a brutal road trip there, uh, four four games and five nights in four different cities. Uh, uh, I bet everybody's tired from that. Yeah, I just was hearing a few of the guys chatting about it. Um, guys are, you know, it's the it's this league is the nature of that when you play four games in five days. It takes a while to recover, honestly, for some of these guys. Um, they're trying to <clears throat> make sure that they're as mentally ready and as physically ready as possible. And it's difficult when the league schedules four games in four cities over five nights, pretty much. And um, even that, that Sunday one was really more of a late afternoon, early evening kind of affair. So it was all very stacked together with a lot of travel, a lot of early mornings and a lot of late nights um, to make sure guys were ready and treated and prepared. So we're looking forward to being at home this week and, um, you know, making sure that we have all our ducks in a line here, whether it's the front office being on their game over the next few days, especially today with the big week coming up, because Thursday will be less, you know, Thursday's a quick turnaround into Friday. So looking forward to the front office being prepared for the team being prepared and for hopefully winning some games. Well, uh, yeah, and I bet everybody's really happy that they're going to be home all week long. Uh, you know, it's just nice to have your socks in the drawers, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, you know, from from our uh, our perspective of the team travel party, um, you know, yesterday was not even a day off from the coaches. They were here at 8 in the morning, and we didn't get 8, 9 in the morning, and we didn't get back. I was in bed at 3 in the morning. Um, I only stopped in just to say hi pretty much and get some stuff done for Wednesday, but really it was the first semi off day for a lot of us in about two or three weeks. Um, again, there's been a lot of, a lot of games and, uh, it was nice to be able to take a little bit of a deep breath yesterday. And now we're set for three games and three promotions for a team that still is playing very hard. Um, the win loss record, you know, might indicate one thing, but you cannot ever, ever deny that this team works incredibly hard. And, um, you know, the, the, the things that have gone into some of the breaks that have gone against the team this season in certain ways, 
with a lot of long travel, a lot of long road trips and some of these other things are not things that you can take away from the team. It's just the reality of the situation for a group that is very young and still adjusting to the league and getting closer and closer, it seems, with each game to like they like they did when they had, you know, points in six of their last eight recently. There's momentary bursts and then the goal for the next few weeks is just gonna be continue to develop and make sure that guys are improving every day as well. Well, I don't know what other transactions I've had, but we got Bo Hansen back uh, from uh, AAA. Uh, that's uh, got to be a big boost. Uh, uh, maybe go over some of the guys that did score and some of the highlights and uh, uh, what was good about that road trip. Yeah, um, unfortunately, you know, the team the team didn't get, a, didn't get a win over the road trip, lost by three goals in each game, um, but was close, particularly on Friday and Saturday. Um, the problem is, Dave, is that the team ran into basically two of the hottest buzzsaws in the league on both Friday and Saturday, but competed pretty well in each game, Friday less so than Saturday. Um, the team over the course of the road trip lost 4-1 and 4-1 on both Friday and Saturday, but Toledo's won 13 games in a row. They're on a 15-game point streak. They have the longest winning streak of any team in the league this year. That was Saturday. Iowa was pretty close on Saturday. The problem with Saturday was they took a dumb penalty in the first period that led to the first goal of the game to the best goal scorer in the league over the last three years, who's Brandon Hawkins, Kelly Cup champion, tied with Chris Bennett for the most goals in the league last year. He's up to 30 goals this year after he was at like 15 goals two weeks ago um, or three weeks ago, a month ago. So that guy's just insane. Um, and so you take a bad penalty in the defensive ends, um, bad-ish, you know, bad from the perspective of you can't let Toledo have an early power play. Toledo bags a power play goal, and then, um, you know, you play really well, but you make a bad change, and all of a sudden their second-leading scorer, Gordy Green, gets a breakaway. And those are, when I say their second-leading scorer, that's like one of the top 20 scorers in the league again. And so all of a sudden you're down 2 nothing and playing from behind. But from there on out, the team heavily, heavily outshot Toledo in the final two periods, which is great to see because even though Toledo at that point was up by a few goals, still competed, they allow an empty net goal. They really lost by two goals. Um, so that was the Saturday effort. And I think the Saturday game was Iowa's best shot to, to win because Cincinnati, the team they lost to on Friday, they're on a 13-game point streak, which is their longest in 15 years, I think, at this point, or 13 years, one of those two. Um, but they're on a 13-game point streak. Toledo's on a 15-game point streak. And then Sunday, you're out of gas. The team had played in four cities in five days. And from a scheduling perspective, Fort Wayne did not play on Friday. They had, were at home um, even after the Wednesday night game. Um, so they were pretty much at home the entire week, just waiting and resting and relaxing. Toledo did not play on Friday. They were waiting and resting and relaxing for the Heartlanders to be there on Saturday. And meanwhile, the Heartlanders had their most difficult week of the season travel-wise since um, early October. So that's kind of how it went for the team. And unfortunately, I feel like there were bigger things. The scheduling kind of didn't help the team out, but did come close. Even on Sunday, just kind of gave up some unforgivable bad, bad, bad defensive errors that left Hunter Jones out to dry in the first period. But other than that, like other than a few moments, the team was right there in each one of the three games. I paint a picture like, oh, they weren't in it at all. Like, no, they actually were outside of just a few bad moments. But unfortunately, um, the Iowa Heartlanders, their margin of error has been very thin throughout the year. And that's a perfect example of it. You have two or two to 10 bad minutes per game and you end up losing by a few goals in each rather than winning. Well, who, didn't somebody score their first uh, professional goal ever on this? 
Yeah, on Sunday, Ryan Wheeler scored his first pro goal. It was great to see him do that. Um, again, the team didn't score a ton of goals over the road trip, just had the four goals over the road trip. Um, but on the Sunday game, Ryan Wheeler scored his uh, first professional goal. It was kind of late in the game, but it was cool to see, first of all, um, that was probably the second or third best chance the Heartlanders had in the entire game. Corbin Kaspersky made all the easy ones for Fort Wayne, former Heartlander. He only faced 24 shots, um, whereas Hunter Jones faced 10 more. Um, and many more of grade A variety from the coach's opinions, from my opinion, from anyone that watched the game with an intelligent eyes opinion. And so um, what happened essentially was, you know, that goal for Ryan was a huge deal for him. It also came again kind of late in the game on one of the best chances. He only scored a few goals at the NCAA level. He's not going to score 10 goals a season as a defenseman, but it's neat to see a kid that works really hard and I think has really established himself as a, you know, he can play in this league for, however long he wants because he's been pretty good kind of a kind of a guy it's good to see him get rewarded with the goal yeah and i bet that's fun for you to, to see a guy been and uh you know uh getting his it's got it's you know whether it's a, a kid getting his first base hit in the majors or you know making their first basket and or scoring their first touchdown you know it's just kind of a it's just a joy to see that isn't it yeah he was happy about it um the thing was obviously it comes in the loss so he's you know, sort of less so happy about it. Um, but he was still really happy about it after the game. And I know he was talking with his parents on the phone, as most guys do anyway. Um, and, you know, he had a smile on his face, even though it was in defeat. It felt, you know, from his side, it's nice to kind of get the monkey off the back because it seemed like every freaking game, Dave, he would have a really good chance. And, you know, they're talking about 64 pro games and probably in 40 of them did he have a, you know, a decent enough chance where, um, you know, if he was a, if he was like a Chris Bennett forward, he maybe scores it. Um, but it was good to see him get rewarded. Just a simple play, whacked it in that front, went top shelf, right over the glove of the goalie. You had no idea it was coming, and it was nice to see. Yeah. Well, uh, we've uh, uh, got this home stretch, and and uh, I know the fans are chomping at the bit, and it does seem like the crowds have been uh, 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 coming out, especially on the weekends. Um, what, what's in store? And uh, I know Papa Sanchez is listening. If you are, uh, man, you you. Your ratings were great uh, on Corver's Corner, uh, but what are we going to do to get uh, – what do we got here that we can get Papa Sanchez to come back a few more times for the season? <laughs> I, I know he comes out for a lot of the weekends. Yeah, the crowds on the weekends have been pretty nice. Um, and, again, like it's one of those things where Wednesdays and Sundays in this league are the filler dates, unless you're in Toledo or Fort Wayne or sometimes Cincinnati, um, where they can do dollar beers every, every game. So – it's one of those things where like people need to understand the market, which is that our market is marketing to the weekends and making sure we have good crowds on the weekends. And this week, this weekend, I think we're expecting a few pretty good crowds um, on uh, Friday's game is the special Olympics night, special Olympics, Iowa will be at the game. And then on Saturday uh, as well, the Heartlanders are at home. That game's on MC 22, but we're going to have a nice crowd for that one as well. Friday's also Marvel superhero night, which I'm sure people have seen promoted on the social media. And then the Wednesday actually is buy one, get one tickets. So again, Wednesday at seven o'clock buy one, get one tickets against division rival Cincinnati. Um, so great opportunity. You know, you can basically spend 15 bucks and be 30 bucks for a family of four, 15 bucks for, for two for a ticket. That's cheaper than a movie ticket right now. Um, cheaper than maybe one movie ticket on a Wednesday night against a really good team in Cincinnati, whom the Heartlanders got a few dust ups with. And I think there's a few, uh, 
unsettled emotional things that need to be taken care of based on what happened last Friday, particularly late in the game with some of the, some of the hits waged by both teams. So that's could be interesting to see. That's thing one. Thing two is on Friday is the Special Olympics Iowa night and Marvel superhero night. There's going to be like Marvel superhero um, you know, activations and such throughout the game. On Iowa's going to be wearing Captain America jerseys that are going to be available for auction on the Dash app. And then on Saturdays against Kalamazoo and looking forward to uh, to that one as well. Nice evening hockey. Bring your family out and uh, you're home by home by 10 o'clock at latest if you're living in the corridor. So um, all the games start at 7.05. That sounds really great. And uh, are there going to be any uh, ones of them on TV? Yeah, on Saturdays is a, uh, as we like to call it around here, a big game TV game. So that'll be fun. Um, this, we only got three of these TV games left. And they're, I think, the final three. Yeah, we have three more Saturdays left. So looking forward to the front office taking advantage, getting some good crowds out and showing what we're all about on TV. Well, you definitely got a good record on TV. Uh, they, they, <laughs> yeah, they, we do. They, they show up. And uh, uh, how's that going with the TV show? And, and uh, uh, um, I know a lot of people probably are, are watching. And if, they, if they're just watching the games that you're on TV, uh, their opinion is you guys are killing it. <laughs> well, one of the one of my favorite things about MC22, and you're right, we do have a pretty good record on TV games. Last year we were, I think, a game below 500. This year we're above 500 on the TV games. These are the kind of things I keep track of. I'll put it in the game notes uh, for some filler on Saturday. Um, but uh, in any event, uh, it's great. Like we do that weekly coaches show, and you know we we do one a month, and then it, it replays a couple times over. Um, so that's the first thing. But the second thing is that what I really love about working with Mediacom is that they are dialed on sort of like what it takes to put on a great show. And there's no better example of that than what happened the last time we were, TV, we were on TV, which is almost a month ago at this point, when we played the Wheeling Nailers. And it was a three-hour game with, you know, people will remember what happened with some of the Wheeling players and the fans kind of yapping back and forth at each other. Um, so that was what happened. There was the goalie incident where the goalie came out of the net and uh speared uh slashed whatever he wanted well not speared slashed uh, zach white after he scored a goal nearly a goalie fight there was in that game hunter jones got a little banged up and then um darian hansen uh, came in which is why there wasn't a goalie fight because iowa didn't would have had to use an emergency backup uh, on that game which was just it was like hilarious when you thought about it that was just a that was just a crazy game uh, and MC22 captured it all. And it's funny because, like, if it was not a TV game with seven or eight, you know, cameras dedicated just for TV in the building, um, I don't know how much of it would have been seen by sort of the average fan watching at home or on Flow Hockey. And it was just awesome. Like, it's, it's, there were six things that happened in that game that maybe happened in one game a year. And they happened all back to back to back to back to back in a three hour span and MC 22 did a great job capturing it all. And the Heartlanders won, which was great, especially against Wheeling. Cause that's kind of developed into their biggest rival this year. So uh, I thought it was just, it was just a fantastic, it was sort of like laughable at the end of the night. I mean, I was trying to go to bed. It was like one in the morning. We had a Sunday game the next day at 2 PM and it's like one in the morning. And you know, you got to be up in five, six hours. Alarm was set for 6 30 AM to make sure, you know, get to the office and get your stuff done for a 2 PM game. And, I was just sitting around like laughing, like trying to fall asleep in bed. Like it was just, you couldn't believe what just happened. And 
MC22 is a big reason for that because we knew we had put on a great show. So um, I, I really enjoy what they bring to the table. They work hard. Uh, they have they come with things to me that are ideas that they're thinking of and they know are great ideas. And it, I really appreciate a, a a a station that cares so much about us the same way that so many of our fans do. Well, I like uh, uh, those broadcast games because you got your sidekick from North Liberty. That's uh, just, I mean, I don't know. You, you just don't get anyone better than that. Yeah, Chris is great. Um, I think one of the best parts about Chris is that, uh, you know, he he's the type of guy that he knows so much about each one of these players because he's covered hockey for, you know, two decade and a half, two decades. And he works for flow hockey, which is great. Cause then there's the partnership there where obviously we're on flow hockey all the time. And even the MC 22 games are on flow hockey. So that's cool. But then what I love about Chris is that like, he knows pretty much every player on our roster and on the other team's roster and where they played their youth hockey and where they played their junior hockey and where they played their college hockey, because he's an expert. Like he, I don't think people realize like he is the, Todd, one of the Todd McShays or the Mel Kuypers of, of the hockey world. Like he knows these guys, if they played in the USHL or if they played at any reasonable level of, you know, division one college hockey and even division three, in some cases, he'll be able to rattle off like at least three quarters of the guy on the roster. Oh, that was the guy that played for the Cedar Rapids Rough Riders seven years ago. Like, yeah, how do you remember that? Well, I remember, you know, scouting him, you know, to see if he would be drafted. So Chris Peters is, is not only a, a friend, and a marvelous broadcast partner, but I don't think people realize how lucky we are to have him on the air. Because again, when he reached out to me, I was like, wait, you're, you're this guy, like you're this guy that I, you know, followed on Twitter for 10 years that is as knowledgeable about hockey as anybody. And it just so happens he was 10, 15 minutes up the road in North Liberty. Yeah. For a guy that doesn't know hockey as well as, uh, you know, your hardened season fan. And, and I'm going to put myself in that category. Uh, uh, he explains it and I learn a little something and I learn a little something different, not only about the players, but he knows about the, you know, whether they're, I don't know, he knows their backgrounds and where they went to school and all his other great stories that he has. Great story in a minute. Well, uh, David, I'm going to tell you something, you know, I know you're, you're tired from a long and not quite so fruitful uh, road trip. And I know it's been a season uh, with some ups and a lot of downs, but uh, I was thinking about this season and uh, there's been a lot of great moments and uh, you guys won a lot of games. You know, you won a lot of games on TV and that's really good. And you won that game in front of all the kids that you bust in and uh, you played one of your best games for them. And uh, you've, you've won a lot of games you lost a lot of games on the road, but we, we're going to let that all slide, you know, because when you got in front of these Heartlander fans, you guys uh, uh, put on a good show. I've seen a lot of good effort and I actually see the team playing a lot better it's been a lot more fun. There was a stretch there where it wasn't so much fun when we lost a lot of games in a row and we weren't scoring. And and uh, but I feel like now that we got Bo Hansen here, we got a lot of these great players back. Yuki's playing good. Uh, you know, Doug Jones uh, uh, has had some led us to some wins. Um, it's kind of fun watching him play. Uh, I, I I got a lot of hope, and I feel like we're going to have a lot of fun uh, coming down the stretch. And and uh, why not have fun uh, coming down a stretch anyway, huh? Yeah, and um, you know, there's there still is 
a lot of excitement around the team on a night to night basis, just because like, you know, our brand is not, Oh, you know, come out to a game just to see a game. Like the entire area here is what makes the brand of our team, which is, you know, I think, and I hope that, you know, when people follow our social media or he'll hear from our sales staff, or even, you know, when I'm on the air or when they're in the building game operations, like they understand that it's an experience coming to the Iowa river landing. And it's not just, like Toledo or Fort Wayne where you pull into a parking lot or, you know, an old Rust Belt city and there's a few restaurants around and, you know, you you kind of maybe come in like that's not that that's the Toledo and the Cincinnati brand. They can milk that all day. They've had people following those teams for 70 years um, going back to the old Toledo gold diggers and all these other teams and the Fort Wayne Comets of the IHL 70 years ago. That's not what the brand of the Heartlanders is the hopeful brand of the Heartlanders when you get a call from our sales staff or, you know, you come to a game or you read on our social media or you listen to a broadcast is this is an experience. You're coming to the Iowa river. I think it's a brand new area. We're building this together, family friendly, pretty affordable tickets. People can complain all they want, but the tickets are more affordable than they are than you know, other teams in the league. So um, that's, that's what I'm hoping people get a sense of when they come here. So that's, you know, and it has been a fun year. There, you know, I still enjoy every morning when I get here, I walk in the locker room, I say hi to the coaches. I say hi to a few of the guys see what's going on if there's anything roster wise coming etc 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 and i'm always have a smile on my face maybe except for one day (laughs) one or two days i always have a smile on my face to go in the locker room and just see how the guys are doing because it's their journey as much as anything and if we're positive as a staff um they're gonna they're gonna feed off that they're gonna want to come back here and you know they're gonna continue to build this team well we well mark corver and i were talking to uh james sanchez dad aka big taco and according to Big Taco, uh, you guys are killing it. He's the IRL is killing it. The Stavridge is killing it. The the play on the on the ice is killing it. The atmosphere is killing it, and the fans are killing it. And he, he says he, you know, if you just listen to what he says about what it's what it's like to be there and how much he loves uh, uh, coming to Iowa and how much. And now he just says, you guys are on the right track. He says, it's first class, everything. And uh, he says, you got a bright future around here. And uh, it's going to do nothing but get better and better and better as time goes by. Thank you. I appreciate that from uh, from Mr. Mr. Sanchez. <laughs> Mr. Sanchez, Papa Sanchez, everybody's got a, uh, but he's a, he seems to be kind of like a beloved figure around there, isn't he? Yeah, I, I I think I've run into him once or once or twice, and definitely. Well, uh, well, thanks for being with us. Is there anything else we got to let our listeners know about before we uh, wrap this one up? No, looking forward to three home games this week: Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Friday is going to be a huge night with the Madrid, uh, the, Madrid the um, uh, Marvel night, and the um, Special Olympics of Iowa night. That's going to be an awesome promotional night, uh, planned intentionally that way because we knew we were going to have a great crowd. Uh, to you know, try to maximize on, and I think people are looking forward. And again, you can find all the details about those nights on social media about the big Friday night and Saturday as well. Home Friday, Saturday, the big weekend games, and Wednesdays buy one get one tickets. So if you want to experience hockey with a friend for the first time, or invite them out and say, "Hey, I got the tickets this time. You get us the next Wednesday game in a few weeks from now against Wichita as well. That'll be great." But three division opponents coming to town. Um, all three of these teams have kind of had some dust ups with Iowa over the last few weeks, which is kind of interesting. And I think it'll make for some fun games. Well, I like the, I like what you're doing on Wednesday. Uh, 
That's a, uh, that little buy one, get one free. That's a round guy uh, endorsed uh, uh, event that you got going there. I, I think that's the, the way to do it because, you know, it, it, it costs a little bit of money. And if you guys can save a little money and get a few more people in there, I think it's terrific. Uh, well, uh, David, thanks for being with us. Absolutely. Thanks again. And, uh, fear the deer. Uh, since Mark's not here, I'll have to say it. This episode of Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa. For all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto.